Well, I can't work out if this Sharma stuff is something voters care about or not. You know, it's a lot of he said, she said, it's a lot of claim and counterclaim, and it's something actually we may never really get to the bottom of. Given Labour ruled out an independent investigation, that in and of itself may tell us something actually. The way it's been handled by the party. You know, a clearly furious Ardern and Robertson shows that for all the talk of kindness and kumbaya, they, you know, couldn't have been less kind in the way they've dealt with all this. So Sharma's been suspended, which really solves nothing. On top of that, and even worse in my view, is that we learned yesterday that prior to yesterday's Zoom caucus meeting, they'd already had another secret meeting the night before. Worse yet, when Sharma leaked that info to the media, the Prime Minister's office disputed it. Didn't outright deny it, but disputed it. The PM was eventually forced to confirm it after Sharma provided proof of it with a shot someone inside the caucus had sent him of a photo, a screenshot they'd taken of Calvin uh, Calvin Davidson at the Zoom meeting with his hand up, looking like he was voting. Uh, So they may have more trouble brewing inside the party than just Sharma, by the sounds of it, if others are seeming to side with him and leak to him. But also it surely gives Sharma's claims credibility, doesn't it? It looks like when you weigh up his word against the parties, he seems... Correct. They look dodgy. Meeting secretly behind his back. That's just so Machiavellian, so underhanded, and frankly just downright mean. It's like the NZRU's advising the Labour Party at the moment on how to handle things. I mean, it's shambolic. And in suspending him, what does that achieve? He's frozen out of caucus, but it's almost like a good behaviour bond. You know, the decision gets reviewed in December, so he's on notice, until then, I mean, it doesn't matter because he won't be reselected for that Hamilton West seat anyway, especially given the way the Labour Party's treated him thus far. But I just wonder how damaging this whole thing has been for Labour. You know, how much of a PR cock-up this is. Why didn't they just follow due process? Be fair, be kind, and give the green light to an independent investigation. I mean, look at how Nationals handled its Sam Uffendale woes by comparison. You know, it kept it all above board, immediately stood him down, sent it to an independent investigation, kept it looking fair and balanced, and dare I suggest, far kinder than the Labour Party, who seemed to be baying for Sharma's blood from the moment he first spoke. Sharma himself was a no-show at yesterday's meeting, he says, because there was no point in him being there. I mean, why would he? given they'd already all met in secret without him, seemingly deciding his fate behind his back regardless. So this has been a shabby, uncool, unkind, shifty little debacle, which shows the party up for the Machiavellian operators they are. It's done them no favours, and I don't think it's solved anything either. There's no guarantee this shuts Sharma up, but the underhanded way the party's dealt with him, I think, looks not only shabby, but just plain cruel. Hawksby.